0: Nervous Rex, a Neon Genesis Evangelion podcast that is 50% percent rewatch, 50% first-time watch, and
1: 100% Ray. Well, yeah, good. That's like, it's like 10,000% Ray at some point. A lot there's of a lot, Rays. There's a lot more than 100%, yeah.
0: When, uh, when we did an, the episode titled Ray 2, I said, that seems to imply there might
1: be more of them. And now, <laughs> here it is. Ray 76, produced by Bethesda Games.
0: God, I was like, wait, <laughs> is this an Overwatch joke? No, okay, we're, du- we're completely different, 76.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot that was even a thing I could have said. There's too many 76s. That's true, get rid of them. Execute order 76.
0: <sighs> yep, thank you. I'm sorry I had a time if there's a lot of clone jokes in this episode, but you gotta find levity where you can, and sometimes a really depressing anime about childhood trauma is that space. <laughs> uh, anyways, it's apparently Chris's turn to recap. Uh, yeah, they told me.
1: This one was fucked up. Mm-hmm. I in the interest of like time, because we're on a we're on a bit of a clock today, I'm thinking that rather than try to like wander through it myself, I might just like actually read the synopsis and we can cut in and like correct when necessary because we know they're not the most uh reliable in the world.
0: There's yeah, I actually uh the interesting so we watched this one separately. Our our schedules don't exactly line up right now. But because of that, I felt comfortable in pausing it and writing things down, and then like rewatching clips. So I have pretty good notes. So I can I can jump in if there's anything that's missed. Uh, but yeah, just just do whatever feels right, and then we'll we'll hash it out.
1: I hope there's no spoilers in the synopsis. Maybe I shouldn't do this. I don't
0: think so, because I was I was looking at it to see like what does it think is happening in this scene, Uh, and I was like, yeah, that seems about where I was. Um, so I don't. I don't think so. I have a so. thing like
1: that that I'm curious about as well. All right. Well, I'm just going to do it then. And we're going to gamble. Mm-hmm. All right. The episode begins with a recording of Kaji's voice telling Masato and Ritsuko that he's sorry. Shinji waits outside Masato's room with Pen Pen, not knowing how to help her. Asuka has run away from home and is not coming to school, staying instead with Hikari Haraki, who I believe is the class president.
0: Yeah. I, I I only remember her name because Asuka says it in the scene. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's Hikari.
1: And playing video games all day. Gamers rise up. At night, she tells Hikari how useless she feels, and Hikari tries to cheer her up by telling her she did her best. I'm just going to go with Joe's pronunciation. Uh, Seal is furious with Gendo over the use of the Spear of Longinus. for them. Yeah. C- C- I've been is trying C-Lay to correct C-Lay myself. Uh,
0: I've, been, okay. I've been saying Seelay ever since Jay came on and yelled at us. Well, fine. Then I will be the one that
1: gets corrected, even though you got to say it wrong for dozens of episodes. The Spear of Loginus is now heading for the moon and plans to send Gendo another warning to keep him in line, stating that they need someone who knows the truth. Ritsuko receives a telephone call from her grandmother and learns that her cat, which has been in her grandmother's care, has died. She tells her grandmother she will visit her mother's grave since it has been over three years since she last visited. After the conversation ends, she says, so that child is dead. What is it with this show and mother's graves? In, I, CL- in, my,
0: in my subtitle, she says child the first time on the phone and the cat at the end of the conversation. Oh. So that's a interesting note for this uh for this wiki
1: i don't remember what mine said i feel like it said we watched the same thing i'd hope yeah, it said I guess, the same it, thing. I guess it said cat i don't know in a meeting with Sile, gendo explains that it was prior his priority to destroy the angel not preserve the spear a statement in which the russian community member often uh, openly scoffs fiyutsuki calls telling him an angel is approaching and Gendo leaves the meeting chairman how Leren... does
0: anyone know which one is which
1: like what
0: where are you getting this information about like, oh, well number five is is the russian
1: one well we all know the number four is the most russian of all the numbers
0: i guess so jesus i haven't i mean season four of stranger things maybe
1: you're right <laughs> chairman lorenz that's a character we know and love begins to seriously consider the possibility I that gendo intends hate to hate that free. i know that name <laughs> See, like, uh, this is some names I don't know. This sentence is gobbledygook to me. Armisail appears having crossed over Gura. I... Oh,
0: so Armisail is, <laughs> is the, the is the angel from today's episode. And what's Gura? I don't know what Gura Gouda,
1: is. Is it a location?
0: I feel like I I I googled it. It says crowned pigeon. So I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I might be. I think it's a place because I th- I think I think they're being like all right. It's in it's in like the Tokyo three or whatever.
1: Well, I think they mentioned Gura towards the end of this episode when they're in the room, the, the room that looks like Ray's room. Spoilers for like maybe. Now.
0: Yeah, I don't, there's no link to it on the wiki, so I don't know, I don't know. but anyway. I'm going to, I'm going to assume it's the place.
1: Ray is sent out with Asuka as her backup. The angels, unusual AT field variations puzzle the Magi and until the angels abilities are clear, a tense standoff is maintained. Ray is told to pull back and observe it, but the angel changes shape and attacks the Ava. Shooting it with the sniper rifle is useless, because it's that close fucking range. What do you think was going to happen? And the uh, the angel erodes the AT shield no and begins bi- biofusion with the Ava. A network of vein-like patterns grows over Ray's body, corresponding to the growth on her Ava. Misado launches Unit 2 and orders Asuka to lift off, but her sync level is so low, she can't move her Ava. She is immediately withdrawn mm-hmm. by Misato. Mm-hmm. Soon, Ray feels the presence of someone else inside the Ava. She sees Armasel take her own form and talk to her. I did not think that's what was happening. That's wild. Did you get that 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 was the I, angle?
0: Yeah, cuz she well it's it's very intentionally vague in the episode because Ray we we get we we cut to Ray standing in like a orange pool of yeah. liquid. It, it looks like like where the lance was. Only it's just the the liquid and Ray's like I sent someone else in the Eva with me, which is pretty intentionally vague uh and then she does hold a conversation with what I do think is the angel. Um, but yeah, so the, we we see another image of Ray talking back to her like a little bit echoey. And they talk about, what is this you're feeling? Is this pain? No, this is loneliness. I know loneliness. And Ray is like, I don't know if I have feelings at all. Is that what this is? Loneliness? But yeah, it's pretty, in, I would say intentionally abstract. Um, But I would say, it, I, I do think it's like, it meant to be the angel talking to Ray.
1: That it's like, conversation?
0: It's like, it's like, I mean, it's... We can talk about the depiction of it, but it is, like, uh, getting into her mind the same way that the last two angels did. Not last two, but it's happened to the other two kids.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I just, like, didn't read it that way because we've seen so many other things where, like, Shinji was just kind of, like, talking to, like, you know, things in his mind or, like, whatever else. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't immediately read it as, like, that's a foreign entity. But that conversation is way cooler thinking of that as the angel saying, you talking about like loneliness and sadness and shit. Like that's dope.
0: Oh, absolutely. The first half of this episode is something else entirely. And then the second half is like, also it's oh, like, it's
1: two perfect halves of, of an, of an episode. They were two sides of the same coin that said, what the fuck on it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. style indicates to Ray that she is lonely too. Uh, Ray actually cries and is surprised to see her own tears. Armistar creates, like, monstrous growth from the Ava's back in which the shapes of all the previous angels, her dead siblings, are visible. What the fuck? I didn't see that either. That's so cool.
0: I didn't realize that they were the other angels, but that is a great detail. That's
1: awesome. I want to go back and look at that again. It it goes by
0: so quick. We'll talk about it when we get in depth, but...
1: Um, But, yeah, so possibly trying to resurrect them to cure her own loneliness. Damn, the wiki's fucking better than the show sometimes. (laughs) Um, uh, Misato is horrified at the sight, and Gendo orders... were so
0: mean to it before.
1: I know, but now I'm like, damn, the wiki's smart. Gendo orders Unit-01 uh, out of its freeze. Oscar remembers that Gendo refused to do the same for her. See episode 22, <laughs> and falls further <laughs> into despair. <laughs> Citations. <laughs> Armissile attacks Unit-01 through its other end, destroying the pallet rifle. Shinji grabs Armissile, who begins fusing with his hands. When he stabs the angel, it howls like Rei. To his utter horror, miniature Rei faces appear out of his biofused hands, telling him it hurts. Armissile's end takes Ray's form and caresses the Ava's face, causing veins to appear across it. Ray realizes that her desire is to be with Shinji And proceeds to contain mm. the angel to save Shinji I don't really think that's She asks yeah, is, I, I,
0: I, have, I have my own reading of that scene But again it's all very quick But she's I'm like is you. that what I, I want?
1: I don't think that's a definitive statement either No Ignoring Gendo and Masato ordering her to leave the Eva She sacrifices her life by self-destructing the Eva the resulting uh, huge explosion destroys most of the city, and the waters of Lake Ashinoko flowed the, flood, flowed, flood the impact <laughs> site. I'm a teacher, Water. which <laughs> which visibly resembles a, a Mandelbrot set. The That's, fuck okay, that, that one just that just Over. threw me for a second because I don't fucking know. Set. Um,
0: a set of complex numbers for which the function does not diverge. But I'm already asleep. Uh, nerd, uh, it's nerd
1: shit. It's like fucking. a gra-
0: yeah, it's like a graph formula Ano's thing. was a geek. I've been out of college for too long.
1: At the moment of the explosion, Ray sees an image of Genda's smiling face. They're leaving out a key fucking, like, visual detail here, which sure is wild. Are. Of So Ray sees an image of Genda's smiling face, and she, like, reaches out with her hand, and the Ava just fucking basically like, Michael Jackson leans back up to its feet, mm-hmm. and then, like, turns into a girl, a giant girl, and then blows up. It's, so,
0: there are some, we- it's kind of weird the key details that are left out of this, because the wiki is, like, doing so much analysis inside of the synopsis. Uh, Basically what Ray does to s- sacrifice herself to save Shinji is that she reverses her AT field to basically, like, force the angel to completely fuse with her. So the angel, like, sucks back up into Unit Zero and, like, packs inside of it. And then the that, that ending sequence, I think, is it, like, fully emerging? Because, like, yeah, like, she's reaching out to go to Gendo as she's, like, committing to blowing herself the fuck up and yeah the angel like stands up and reaches out or that the eva does and then i i I interpret that like her desire that the angel is reading is like what is turning because the eva turns into that white silhouette figure of ray again and then there's a halo above it and then it fucking blows up it's incredibly dense this is only half of the episode right like it's it's doing a lot very quickly it's Freud would have a field day with Evangelion (laughs)
1: Yeah So Ritsuko and a contamination squad scour the area They find the entry plug containing raised charred remains And Ritsuko orders it to be salvaged Also that they don't mention uh, We don't see what it is Misato's like save the pilot And Ritsuko's like you mean if there still is one And Misato gets pissed off at her rightfully so She's
0: so upset Yeah that's, that's how the first half ends The second half begins with Ritsuko finding the plug We don't see what's there But she says keep it confidential salvage this and we'll see the rest of that later. But now we're um, in the back half. That was yeah, the first half. <laughs> right. Uh The first half, the title card is Tears. Second half is Ray 3.
1: Yeah, which I think is really cool to, like, title the second half Ray 3 after we just saw her, like, presumable death. Like, mm-hmm. it's interesting because it sets you up in a lot of, like, possible directions. But all of them feel, like, good and cool.
0: I, yeah, I... Because, I mean, we there's a lot about her we still don't know. But I think there's there's uh, there's something really cool about like ray's introduction episodes being ray one and ray two which is so innocuous at the time <laughs> and then like for for this episode ray three to be uh a follow-up way later and also to reveal what it reveals i think is just like mm, masterwork shit <laughs> yeah <it's laughs> that's pretty that.
1: cool Th- those are so those are some of my favorite tiny details and and shit and uh, evangelion delivers so the wiki's description of this next part is kind of weird. It's going to be another thing where I feel like Joe and I could be like, mm, "That's not how I see it," but we'll uh, we'll see. Sure. Shinji is devastated by Ray's death, and Masato attempts to comfort him. Shinji attaches his pent-up sexual frustration from earlier episodes to his current distraught and rejects her attempt at general comforting as though she made a pass at him. I there don't are know- two
0: citations to this. Yeah. Uh, like- and I don't agree with it. No.
1: I don't see that I, I that think that at all.
0: I think those scenes with uh, uh, Masato and Shinji are good. Um, but first off, this did actually skip something because I'm looking at my notes. Uh, because there is a quick uh, scene of C. Le discussing that oh, 16, yeah. 16 of the angels have been defeated, and they're like, there's only one left according to the Dead Sea Scrolls. Which is, all right, we know one thing about the Dead Sea Scrolls now. <laughs> it says that there's 17 angels uh, for them to, to go through. And uh, they also talk about, like, all right, we've lost Unit Zero and the Lance, so we need to completely get rid of Akari, or at least, like, manipulate him better to our whims. They talk about Fyutsuki being returned, and now they need a new pawn. And it hard cuts from that to Ritsuko looking at a picture of Yue uh, angrily, Gendo's ex-wife shinji's mom that UA. but yeah then we then we see misato try to comfort shinji and he's like i i'm feeling the tears but they're not coming and she like tries to put her hand on his hand and he pulls away and says like yells at her to go away and then she leaves and she's like why is he shutting down is he afraid of women it's probably just he's afraid of affection and then i don't remember what she does when she's like actually it's me who who's lonely. I'm reaching out to him because I am lonely.
1: <laughs> I have it because I thought that scene was great. Um what happened was she leaves Shinji's room and she's like, Oh, like, you know, he must be lonely. Like, why is he like, rejecting this, whatever? And then she sees Penpen laying on the ground, which by the way, he's in the foreground great with shot. his eyes open on the floor, and I got so scared that Penpen was dead. I was like, Don't do this show, you're it's beating evo- our asses already. Like
0: It's an evocative shot, which is like interesting because I'm like, oh, this looks like the thing that everyone references from this show
1: um but anyway so so like she then goes to pen pen is basically like you know the way you, you know, you'd go to your pet and like she like offered to like you know hang out with him talk to him pet him whatever some shit like that and then he like turns, he looks at her and then turns back to and then she realizes like oh like it's it's me that's i'm the one who's lonely which i thought was like in the midst of this like fucked up bizarro sci-fi show like there was also just this really like nice moment of like a per like a, like a personal interaction kind of thing mm-hmm. where like you're you're like Prescribing other things to people like, oh, like they must be lonely, and this person must want my attention. Then you realize, like, like realizing that, like, oh, actually, that's me that's having that experience. Like, that's just like, Mm -hmm. it's really like short and really well done, and like could have fit in like a fucking like slice of life show. You know, it's like it's just interesting that like this show is capable of like spinning so many plates.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice that like in all of this, like Shinji is really struggling to process his stuff, and where that's not the focus of this episode, but to to have like just a second. Where Masato's like I'm projecting my loneliness onto him This is my thing I- I'm the one who is struggling with Having no one close to me during this very trying time And like Makaji died like two episodes ago So like yeah she's going through it
1: Yeah it felt like something that you could like watch that And potentially like apply to your own life And learn from of like I could see there being a time Where like I'm thinking that way about someone And then remembering oh yeah I remember when Masato Like talked to the penguin and then she was, she was lonely That's me right mm-hmm. now
0: yeah, that's me when I when I
1: when my cat runs away from me and I'm like now <laughs> I'm going to start using that as metaphor. it's like, oh, it's me talking to the penguin on the floor. Mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Mm-hmm.
0: We we um, are. I don't I actually
1: don't want to say we are on Masato, but um. Uh, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so uh, soon afterwards, Masato receives the news that Ray is alive and in the hospital. Shinji meets Ray, who has no memory of self-destructing to save Shinji and says, I think I am the third. Oh, I, di- I didn't catch that i did that that makes sense um it's right there huh yep so then see this part i have no idea where they got this from like it was not clear at all in the text to me at least uh C-lay puts Ritzko through torture and shame as she stands naked before the monolith. i was wondering why she was naked um but i, I did not yeah, get. Yeah, I, I didn't think that's why i didn't get torture and shame
0: yeah also based on my notes i think this is skipping over another scene uh because Come on, wiki. get it together i'm back on your you're back on
1: my shit list
0: ah uh, no the wiki just says it later for some reason oh because it talks about the we we see Rey return home and she like picks up those glasses of gindos and like starts to break them in her hands but then yeah, she's, like, she like, squeezing stops them yeah she stops it's, and she cries and she's like are these my tears this is weird and then uh oh we skipped over something else too there's a scene where uh earlier fuyutsuki is in that the the tube zone where we saw Ray in the tube before. Tube
1: zone is like the best water park in Wisconsin.
0: I don't get it, but I'm sure that's great for someone. Uh, no, F- it's not. Futsuki says like, they're look- it's Futsuki and Gendo looking at the empty tube. And Futsuki says, Ray, the product of my despair, and you have the object of your hope to Gendo. Yeah. Which says a lot pretty quickly. And uh-huh. then, yeah, that, so they're looking at the empty tube. And that's, uh, then we cut to the call where Masato learns that, Ray somehow
1: survived so you can fill in the gaps pretty easily there yeah and then like somewhere in here I think it's around this part they like say that Ritzko is gonna be the replacement for Ray which is the, yeah they mentioned, that,
0: me. they mentioned that they mention that in the in the scene where she's naked in front of Seal, yeah. and it's it's weird that she's naked I don't think it's shot in a particularly demeaning way it's like I'm like I noticed that she's naked We see her silhouette from behind. It's not. I don't feel like it's particularly objectifying of her. It's just weird that she's naked and I don't know what she is.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's something else going on there besides like the objectification angle. I don't. I agree. I don't think that's what's happening there.
0: Yeah. And yeah, they mentioned that like she is on trial because Ray isn't. And I this is probably just a lore thing that I don't know. Cause I'm just like, what is she on trial for? Why is she naked? Um, but they do mention that she's, she is standing there in front of them because Gendo would not give them Ray. And that, I mean, that's kind of the stamp of, of despair for the rest of Ray or the rest of Ritsuko for this episode is her, her being a stand in for Ray, Ray being more important to Gendo than her. Well,
1: Joe, don't forget that it was the French member that said that, that revealed Great. that. To... Thanks.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> sure how would Um, i know that
1: (laughs) i have no fucking idea um so enraged she calls shinji after her release and tells him to see her at once that's not what she says right did i miss something i don't think it's
0: enraged she says shinji she she tells shinji that he's not being watched by secret service anymore
1: yeah she doesn't tell him to like media that's why i was confused later because like Maybe there's,
0: like, different subtitles or different translations. Because we're only—you go- and I are going off the same
1: one. Yeah, because she, what she says is, like, you are no longer, like, in the Secret Service or something like that. Like, you, basically, like, your responsibilities with Nerve are kind of, like, not happening right now. Like, she doesn't say anything about, like, showing up. Like I, I, You can put it together, I guess, if you really think about it. But, like, it then is weird when he shows up later, to me.
0: There, There's something about—yeah, she basically says you're not being watched. You're free to do whatever you want now. And— when he shows up later, I assume that Masato dragged him along.
1: But obviously that's not what happened because she's surprised to see him and Ritsko does like a reveal, like, like, Although well, I guess, then, no, you could, you could read it that way, I suppose, but like Ritsko just like knew he was there. So, well, then if you're going to see it, then he is too. Like, gotcha. I saw that he's here. I guess. I just read it the other way that, that Ritsko knew know. he was there and Masato didn't. I don't know. Open like, to interpretation, I guess. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Masato Anyways. follows. The next sentence is Masato follows with a gun.
0: Yeah, so this is a great mirror of an earlier scene where uh, Kaji showed Masato stuff in Central Dogma, and now it's uh, Ritsuko, her card key isn't working, and Masato puts a gun to her back and says, use my access, we're all gonna look at this shit together and and get on the same fucking page, and uh, yeah, for some reason, Shinji's there. Neither of us are really sure why, but he is. <laughs> yeah,
1: it honestly feels like kind of a cheat to me. It feels like the the writers are just like, well, like, we need him to find this out too, so like he should just be a silent character in the background while Masato learns this. I, th- like, I think he doesn't really add anything to the scene.
0: I I think he does, but I think yeah, I, I maybe mean, like, an, I maybe mean, it, it makes more way. sense if Ritsuko's doing it, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, in an active way. Like, he doesn't do or say or react to, like, much of anything. He's just, like, there while Masada and Ritsuko have a scene, basically.
0: I feel like he t- has one line where he talks... Like, he, he reacts poorly to, to seeing what he's about to see. Yeah. He, again, he's not the focus of this episode.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Ritsuko shows Shinji Masada the room where Ray was born. Uh, and it's, like, it looks... Shinji notes that it looks like Ray's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he adds to that part.
0: Oh yeah, he's the, probably the only one of them who's seen it.
1: Yeah, and then uh, and then shows them the Ava graveyard, which is metal as fuck, and uh, the god yeah
0: the f- the fucking like it's 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 it's, it's I th- we've seen the shape before, like maybe it's just like on the wall somewhere, just in the opening, but like the cross, but then, like a bunch of circles around it, and it's just filled with weirdly large skeletons. I believe that's called a Mandelbrot set. I don't, it's not. I actually did (laughs) look at, I looked at the Mandelbrot set. It's not that shit. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But the wiki Wiki doesn't mention it. Thank you. The wiki doesn't mention it, but um, Ritsuko's like, yeah, this is where all the failed attempts at Ava's way. And also your mom uh, fell down here. Like you were, you don't remember it, but you were there to see when she disappeared. And was kind of like, what the fuck are you doing talking to my boy like that?
0: Yeah. Ritsuko is like full, uh, I'm going to hurt you as much as possible mode. But yeah, that's an interesting, like, quick confirmation, like, oh yeah, you saw the first Eva test, Shinji, you were there. And us as the viewer are like,
1: oh shit, he was there. Oh shit, we were there. We were there.
0: Which I I think I I pretty strongly alluded to what he was watching when it happened, but... Yeah. yeah.
1: Finally, she shows them the dark secret of the dummy system, a tank full of ray bodies that serves as its core. Mm -hmm. And then she goes on a speech that I feel like I'm gonna need you or somebody else to, like, really explain to me, because it felt like the show, like unveiling important info about what we've been seeing but like it didn't really like make sense like i didn't feel like coming off of it. like i understood everything like i like got it but i didn't get it
0: yeah it's it's very similar to the flashback episode where jay was here for because she talked about how humanity was searching to find their god and then they wanted to become that god and make their own humanity and that's
1: referring that's referring to like so when the angel first struck then they made the ava right that's what they're talking about
0: yeah that that was yeah humanity's response to this existential threat was to make the Evas and then they to to most efficiently pilot that they're searching to make you know like the, the, it's just like this further reaching to be to, like to become God it's like create yeah. humanity all right now we have a bunch of ray clones, and that's the 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 core of the of the dummy plug, but like these yeah. humans don't have souls, the Eva's do that's kind of
1: glossed over. Yeah, she just says like the only one that had a soul is or that had or has, I can't remember which tense she used, but she says like Ray is the only one that has a soul. But these like Ray clones don't. They're just empty vessels. W- what is Adam again? I don't know if we have time. Maybe I should look it up on my own, and do some homework. But
0: I don't know. I think I don't think the show has the, we don't Adam's like the second angel, the first angel? The okay. the show's been vague about it. I'm pretty sure we like Kaji said that's Adam and then like he was wrong. <laughs> but yeah. uh I don't know. I, we'll we'll dig into it. There's Adam
1: was my neighbor growing up. That's that's all I need for right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she so then Ritsko destroys the Ray clones in full view of both of them. It's really fucked up. They like break apart and there's like laughing from the yeah. Like there's Rey a lot of uh, like, they're dying. There's, like
0: there, there's a lot of head separated from neck imagery and, and, and the, ar- it's arms all,
1: coming off and it's
0: all silhouetted. Like this, again, this might be like a a rating timing slot thing, but like it's it's there's no details it's just like this It's the, pretty gnarly the, though yeah oh yeah it's extremely is in the close-up on on shinji where he's like reacting to the clones and then the clones dying and turning into pieces it's fucked up
1: yeah um and then so ritsuko like ends up like begging masato to kill her and masato refuses and like ritsuko like falls to her knees like sobbing
0: her her final line is something like this is what happens when people's lives are completely possessed by by i don't know if she says like the eva or nerve or
1: the Eva a- yeah
0: i i think both kind of work in this instance but yeah she's like and then she's like i too am one of these people
1: yeah and then it ends and the wiki puts things out of order for no reason but that's the ending
0: <laughs> yeah that's that's a weird uh thing that happened but
1: the next time on preview is all storyboards i loved that I love that art. The art was so good.
0: It's either a creative choice or a creative choice born out of being behind in budget restrictions. Because the next episode isn't all storyboards. Um, to me, there are, it, there it are some storyboards in the last two episodes, I'll say. But the next one, it,
1: I don't think has any. To me, it didn't look necessarily like storyboards. Like, it didn't look like they just took stuff they already had. and Like, look, put it up on the screen. The fucking weebs will be satisfied. Like, it looked like an intentional, like... Artistic decision like to, to Render stuff that way which looked amazing oh, it Beautiful I,
0: I do think it's a creative Decision like it, it's a beautiful looking Preview but I, I do think that Is just production material <laughs> like I do Think it is things they already had I don't think they made Extra stuff for the aesthetic I don't totally know.
1: possible. I just I just think I I loved the art and it's cool that like it didn't like read that way to me. I didn't look sure, at it, it's like, yeah. oh, look at these fucking cheapskates, they're just putting their fucking like homework on here. Some
0: people did though! That's the thing about this show, is that like there are a lot of creative choices like this that are born out of budget and time restrictions, and some people just fucking got mad about it. And I'm like, it's beautiful. And I I and I, I do think it also like speaks to some of the, the things it says, too. Like, like there's a lot of, like... I, I mean, not to, to speak for the last two episodes ahead of time, but I do think, like, the, all the creative choices that are born out of restrictions and imminent failure work very well for the story they are trying to tell. But we'll say... well. We'll save those conversations for later.
1: <laughs> That's only more reason to applaud them if they were like forced into a corner and then found a way to do something that feels like, "Oh shit, look at that. That's cool." Like, and and I don't know. There's something about like you know, if if it does, if it is like the only episode where that happens or whatever, and you could look at that and just be like, "Oh well, then it was just because they had to." I I also think it does work though in a way because the change in the style for the preview, that the format matches the content because in the the preview they're talking about how like basically everything has changed now like uh shinji's whole support system is gone there's a new boy the, like they just talk about how like basically everything that's been like the status quo up till now is over like and now things mm-hmm. are going to be different so it does make sense to have like this weird shift like even if it was something that was forced yeah by restraints
0: yeah we'll we'll get into that next time i don't i will focus all of our, our time we have on this episode and yes. save all of our new boy thoughts for episode 24 yeah, I just wanted to point out that the preview is is that way because it's different, um, but I like it a lot. Anyways, holy shit, this episode. Like, the, I think the biggest thing from this wiki specifically is I didn't realize that the body horror shit in the first half was based on all of the other fallen angels. That's so either. fascinating to it's me. It's
1: really, really cool. Like, I love that a lot.
0: I, uh, this episode, I was like, it was, it, I was like, huh, this team really likes Akira.
1: And yeah I, I, thought, thought, I thought the same thing i thought the exact same thing when it was like blowing up like the the kind of like pink belly that was expanding and shit like yeah
0: oh yeah it's 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 very that style of like grotesque sci-fi yeah. body horror mm-hmm. um which made me think huh i've never actually seen elva kira i should do that so i watched akira last night really fucking good and now like even more so than I had context for, I'm realizing how much this show is, is in the shadow of it. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, but just like the aesthetic of nerve is like kind of the same strain of cyberpunk that, um, yeah, that Akira pulls and, um, Akira is pretty influential, influential for a lot of things, but, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's interesting to really see it go all the way in this episode and like the weird stuff that happens with bodies and the, and the angels and the evas and, I don't I surely it's not only Anno who likes it a lot I think probably the whole team does or a lot of the 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 like creative parts of the team who are like writing and directing stuff but just yeah. like I'm thinking about like End of Evangelion and other stuff I'm like yeah Anno probably is a big fucking fan I'm thinking about Shin Godzilla and like Anno's a big fan of Kira. yeah <laughs> but anyways yeah that stuff is 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 real good
1: you know what? You know what I think is in the shadow of, of this show more than I previously realized. Like, like in the same way that this is borrowing from Akira more than you thought before. Like, what I'm starting to really think borrowed a lot from Neon Genesis Evangelion mm. is Kingdom Hearts. I said before, like on a previous episode, that I felt like there was a scene that was really similar to it, and then this one was like to me, like it was like ringing the Kingdom Hearts bells like crazy. Like, um, the scene where Rey is talking to now I realize, the angel, but like the other her, mm-hmm. it like. It was so Kingdom Hearts because like, between like, the music, like the piano music, was kind of reminiscent of that. There was like an abstract, I love that lo- theme, an abstract "quote unquote" location that they're in. The content of the conversation was very much like similar to something you'd see in that, and like the duality of like two rays, like it mm-hmm. all felt very Kingdom Hearts. And then later, I realized that the color tones of that Kingdom Hearts scene matches the core of the dummy system, which is really interesting. Like, yeah, it, a lot the same, feels- the
0: same oranges in, in both places.
1: That reads different to me now than when I thought that was just like another aspect of like Ray's like personality or like subconscious something I that it does then I realize it's the angel, but like still interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Well because yeah, that's the same visual location of Central Dogma, which I I am pretty sure that's Central Dogma. But yeah. the place where the the big fucked up angel was stabbed into the cross.
1: Yeah. But even like even like the thing of like ve- empty vessels without souls and replicas, like it's that's fucking Kingdom Hearts. Like you oh know, yeah, like, for
0: sure. I I there there is like a reading of Kingdom Hearts that is like a weird G rated. Yeah, like because cause both are kind of reflections on childhood trauma and yeah. um like identity, especially mm-hmm. identity. But yeah, there's some like you know one is one is Evangelion and has body horror and uh the other one has Mickey Mouse. Yeah, the other one has Mickey Mouse and and Goofy. I love both very much. I'm sure as anyone who listens to this knows about me. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I I started thinking about the next episode. I can't do that. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with those similarities. Only yeah, this one's this one's much more. <laughs> what if Kingdom Hearts was fucked up?
1: yeah which is i'm glad you said that exact phrase because that's one of the things i want to say about this episode is like for the longest time growing up and i feel like i haven't like seen anything that like hit this bell quite the same way in a long time but for like the longest time like my like highest like compliment i could pay to a piece of media was that's fucked up like (laughs) and and like this episode hit that perfectly this episode is so fucked up in like a cool like way that would have appealed to like i mean it still appeals to me but like appeals to like the teenager in me of like Mm -hmm. just like some of the imagery and stuff like the like, like the sniper like shooting at the angel, like, kind of like bouncing back. The the uh, the the veins and little faces, the stab and like the ray scream. The end mm-hmm. of the angel morphing into a ghost girl looked like Go Tanks like uh, ghost attack thing was really cool. And like it like floating up and grabbing on the Ava like helmet was like so different from anything we'd seen before. The, the all the clones breaking apart and dying. Uh, Ray's Ava like doing that float up to his feet, turning into a girl and exploding. There's just so much like. Cool visual shit that feels like so dark quick. and creepy and like imaginative. And like, I loved how just like, I, yeah, fucked up <laughs> the episode was.
0: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like, like, Jory and I will do, we'll have similar reactions to things in One Piece. And it's just like things that are imaginative and emotionally devastating. And just like, holy shit, that's like, that's fucked up. And I, I, I it's interesting. It's like, I, I'm like, yeah, I do that same thing where I'm like, not even just to say like something is messed up or weird or uh twisted, but just like this is <laughs> this is another level of gnarly but emotionally affecting, it's not gnarly for gnarly's
1: sake, yeah, exactly. There's a specific like I I hesitated to say it because I was worried it'd be like I know what like, you like, mean. I'm trying there's, to find there's like, a, a, specific a, a better way to explain, explain it, that, like, yeah. I'm glad you understand, because I, I don't mean, like, in the way that, like, Saw is like, that's fucked up. But, you know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. um, yeah. Another one that I forgot that qualifies for the fucked up award is the graveyard for Ava's. That whole design yes. of, like, this, like, almost, like, lava cross with, like, just, like, weird fucked up shit in there. Like, it's awesome, like, to look at. And I love that whole descent into that, like, lower level and just, like, finding out, like, really getting to see. It felt like when we saw Adam for the first time, just, like, this is so much stranger of a show and a world than we've been, like, shown fully. Yes, and
0: there's something about it coming in the last, like, the last few episodes that, like, I think helps contextualize it because it's not just heavy, heavy, heady sci-fi stuff. And it's not just that. It's, like, here's that, but, like, we have so much context for what it means to the people seeing it at this point
1: yeah which i like i do too and making this stuff like as horrific as it is like really Mm -hmm. helps you take the like childhood trauma like theme of the show seriously Mm -hmm. like because it like i mean like you could still get it and it would still work if it was literally just like robots shooting at things because like yeah it's still like war and like battle with children like you'd get it but like this really sells at home of like how like it, it it makes it harder to make it into that power fantasy we talked about like evangelion like resisting the the tropes of you know what i mean like yes it, it gets harder and harder to for a kid to be like i want to be in that robot suit when you see all that stuff happening to it like those the veins kind of just like restricting your body and like popping up on your hands and whatever else although i did think the titty veins were probably unnecessary that was a bit
0: much i yeah i i, I was on the on the fence of that where i'm just like is it like are are we continuing the thought of like saying it's fucked up how their bodies are perceived in the way they are or is it just happening? I don't know. It goes by very quickly. Yeah. I and I'm I'm much more fascinated in like the angel taking on her form and being like, "Oh, you feel the same way as me." Yeah. I'm I'm going to and then like becoming this weird I uh, what's oh, I wrote down something um because it feels like the because when the angel like takes on Ray's shape in this like weird white silhouette uh and like puts itself on unit 01 and Ray's like, is that what I want? Like to be, to be with Shinji. And it feels like the angel is like depicting a like very toxic mutation of her sadness. Like what's the worst way this could go? Yeah. (laughs) Like, like what's the, what's the quickest solution to, to feeling loneliness. All right. I'll go to the, the one person nearby who pays attention to me. And it just feels like, I, I don't feel like the angel is accurately representing what Ray wants, I feel like it's it's like distorting it into this like un unhealthy bad thing. And Ray, I think, responds to that by like, that's not good. That is unhealthy. Yeah. And like like that's like the base like obviously like the angel's gonna kill Shinji. Uh, so that's that's unhealthy. But also just like what it I think could could deeper represent. I think it's just like, nope, completely self destruct. And uh that's fascinating. And then Gendo being like, No, I don't want my I don't I don't even know how much I can say about Gendo's relationship to Ray at this point. But I, I Gindo's like, no, do it again. Bring her back again. Uh this is the third time. The, the third Ray, And yeah, it's 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 messed up. And I think uh there's 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 a lot going on with like Rey's wants and needs being distorted by those around her and this angel and I think Shinji having to experience that just like worsens his position, and I think there's a lot to the very tiny scene with Futsuki and Gendo. Where Gendo's like, "I'm bringing her back again," and Futsuki's like, "I cared so much about this person at one point. I'm very sad that this keeps happening." Yeah, and uh, and, and also how that affects Rits- Ritsuko, who she she says that she's just like her mom uh, because she wants to be with Gendo and keeps getting replaced by. Other things that Gendo cares about, yeah, because uh, Ritsuko's mom died because of, quote unquote, because of Rey. but also like because of like trauma rooted in an unhealthy relationship with Gendo specifically. We also like is, we I think similarly to the Vane conversation. How do how do you feel about the depiction of a bunch of naked teenagers in a tub?
1: Uh, I was okay with it except for the one that had nipples. That's the one where I was like, all right. I was surprised
0: that that was there. I, I I was genuinely surprised that one of them did have that much detail because most silhouettes in this show don't. But and as much as I was like, all right, you could have done without that. I was also like, there's something very real about Ritsuko talking about man trying to become God and like creating humanity. And as we're watching a sea of clones of a naked teenage girl that we know specifically Gendo made, I'm like, that seems accurate that Gendo, that that would be Gendo's choice of godhood is to always have this weird girl he fawns over have a new clone lined up yeah there's still the choice of depicting it the way that it did i, yeah, I think that's why i have no problem bar, like,
1: with the idea of like they're just being like n- um naked bodies in the thing because like that's just like that's the premise you're like make you mm-hmm. wouldn't put a fucking t-shirt on your clones in a wet tank you know what i mean like, i get it like it's so, like it's yeah. like fine but like it's, the- it's
0: it's it's exactly what it's trying to depict and i think like i i think evangelion is is doing the best it can to be like this sucks this is bad
1: I don't know. I have hesitations about the, the the one more realistic body. That's the only thing that I, that one I feel a little weird about. But otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm with you.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I'm like, oh, they, they should have kept them all to silhouettes. Or if having one show up down the line that is more realistic can those grounds how messed up it is. I don't know.
1: I mean, I can see it that way, too. But it's, I am definitely, on the not, fence. it's definitely not how I felt about it when watching it. Fair. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, they really they they really make you look at them all too, because that scene goes on for like a minute. Yeah, it
1: does. Which is another thing where it's like hard to to like you know the the level of which you're willing to like give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets stretched more and more thin as you look. Like, it's like, well, are we like lingering on this because it's like sad and like a huge revelation, or are we lingering because they're trying to appeal to the worst parts of teenage boys? I like, I think at this
0: point in this show, I am giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think early on, like with Asuka's introduction, I don't know. And, but like, I think at this point, I'm I'm like, nah, this feels like just a, a fucked up exploration of of like psychosexual trauma.
1: If I had to on a side, I would definitely go more towards like, that's not intended to be gross. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's just like, it's a little bit there. Yeah, I'm like, I, it doesn't bother
0: me. I don't personally think it is. I don't, if someone says it does bother them, I'm like, okay, that's valid. Which is a lot of things in the show. Like that's kind of the whole show, to be honest. Yeah, but.
1: that's that's been our boilerplate for most of these episodes. Yeah, I I think
0: there are bad faith readings of Evangelion, but for the most part, it is existing in a gray area where I'm like, I don't fault people for thinking it's too much or too far. Um, at least in what we've seen so far, I don't. Again, like a part of this being a rewatch, is I'm like, I might be surprised at something still, but like I guess. We'll get to that when we get to that. But so far, yeah. based based on what we've seen so far, I'm, I'm very leaning to it's smart and how it's doing this.
1: One element that, uh, you know, is kind of like on the like fucked up territory is like that, like that room that they say is like Ray's room where she was born. Like how like it's so like creepy and grimy and it's like writing on the walls with like and it was so I, I had a funny thing happen to me, even though even while I was admiring that that um depiction of the room and stuff. Because I was looking at the writings on the wall and stuff, and I was like, "Ooh, like strangeness—that's a really interesting thing to just like have on there." And then, what does that one on the top left say? "Kiss anime." Oh shit! Okay. It was just—it <laughs> was just the fucking um, what do you call that—the watermark for the yeah. the thing. But um, yeah, I, I did like how um, Evangelion Gelly was ahead of its time. What can you yeah, say? I I did like how how like strange and unique that room felt with the just like the big words on it. In addition to how like like dark side of the medical industry. It looked like, you know, it's just like, mm-hmm. it looks
0: like a room. Some fucked up scientists would cobble together to create
1: clones of a girl who died. Exactly. Yeah. I'm deleting my Palpatine made a bunch of snow rays thing on my notes. We don't have time for silly games. Uh... God, <laughs> I'm really interested in the idea of Ritsuko as Rey's replacement. For one, just because I never would have seen that coming. And for two, because it would be the first adult interacting with the Avas in that way. Like, I don't know if we're actually going to get to see that at this point with the way the episode ends. But I that don't... was a really fascinating idea to me when they first posited it. It's like uh, Ritsuko. That's
0: not how I interpreted Ritsuko being Ray's replacement. I, d- I never interpreted it as her piloting an Ava. That's an interesting excited. thing that you posit. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I I just thought it's like we've never seen that before, but you you're right that they do literally talk about um needing a replacement as a way to manipulate Gendo, so they probably just meant like that. But I did get like like anime friends so like quick. ooh she's going to pilot at the robot like. Well, I
0: I mean there's an earlier scene where they talk about how like kids have to do it.
1: Yeah, so that's why I was like, "Whoa, whoa, what does that mean?"
0: Yeah, I think cuz they they're talking like Ritsuko's talking about being raised replacement um on trial with C.L.A. Which, I I feel like I must have missed one of vital line that explained them needing something from him, cause I don't know why she's there or naked. But it's, uh, yeah, it's it, it, to me. I'm just like I I immediately connect to that trauma of her wanting to be the most important important person in his life, and the only important person in his life is Ray. Yeah, and every other person in his life, especially especially women, but also Shinji, uh, are just kind of objects to be sacrificed when he needs them. His relationship with Futsuki is a little different, kind of. But I also like also drop Feudsky. I think in thirty seconds if he needed to. Yeah, I agree. Gendo is like a somehow less empathetic version of De Niro's character in Heat. Because <laughs> I'm just like I because <laughs> I immediately was just like, yeah, don't get attached to anything you can't get rid of in thirty seconds. Yeah. That's a stretch of a comparison. But
1: that's obviously not the case with Ray.
0: But yeah, that's the thing. Ray's the the one thing he cares about. And I still feel like I don't know how much the show has told us about why. (laughs) Like, there's there's still stuff to come, but uh Ray I mean, Ray's interesting. I think um I think we're gonna do a mailbag episode in between episode twenty six and end of Eva.
1: I'm excited for that.
0: So I'm not sure the best way to collect questions for that because we haven't made an email maybe tweet at us with the hashtag or post it in the discord and I can just compile them all especially because like I think the discord might be great because you can put it behind spoiler tags
1: oh that's a that's a good idea
0: because if you want to send them in now uh, that might be good yeah I was gonna mention this in the plugs but now I'm already thinking about it because I'm thinking about Ray if you want to if it, if it's a spoiler, Put it in the Discord. We have a Discord for the whole Orange Groves uh, podcast network. Um, There's a link to it on the website at the bottom of the page, theorangegroves.com. If it's not already in, I don't think it's in the show notes automatically, but I'll add it for this episode and the next two just to be safe, um, so it's easier to join. But yeah, go to the Nervous Rex room, say question for the mailbag episode, and then put it behind spoiler tags if it if it's a spoiler, and if not, you can leave it in front of spoiler tags or Tweet at us with the hashtag NervousRexPod Rex Pod, but also my DMs are open on Twitter. Uh, ghost of Joe, Ghost of Jo, on Twitter, if you want to send something there, that'll also be pretty easy for me to track. Um, we were talking about doing a mailbag episode, just because uh, it's a dense show, and I'm kind of curious on other people's interpretations on top of just ours. But yeah, consider that the plug for that now. <laughs>
1: I was confused when you first started talking about that because I thought you meant mailbag is an M A L E, and I was like, Joe, we've already confirmed on this show extensively that there are no men left in America. Well, they have to go in the bag. <laughs> Get in the bag. Get in the bag, man, or else Ray will have to do it again. That doesn't even God fucking make it. sense. Um, I meant, but to just, I, like, I cut I, it off at the first part. I see
0: the, I see the structure of what yeah. you're of. of I, I see the bones of the
1: joke. In Can the I say something that's but... serious for once? Um, it's. It might be a hot take. I'm not sure. Because it's going to be, like, couched with stuff, but... Sure. I think that... This, I've kind of touched on this before, I think, but I'm really realizing now that I think this show is a weird case because it's the best show that I, like, really like and think is amazing, get a lot of out of, but doesn't propel me to watching the next episode very often. Hmm. I'm completely content to watch this once every two weeks, which is weird for as as good as I think the show is. Like, there's other shows where, like, if one episode ends, I'm dying for the next one. And this one, I'm like, okay, well, I'll put this back in the box for two weeks, and then we'll come back for the next episode. Like, the only episode I can, like, remember right now being like, fuck, I need the next one right now was the one where um, Shinji learned that his dad had put Toji in danger. That was the only one where I was like, I need to watch the next one. Like, I feel like otherwise... It's like, the show is great, and I think a lot of positive things about it, but one of the positive things that I don't think about it is it's not a very, like, draw-you-in, at least for me, experience. Mm. Yeah,
0: I I can't speak to that because I don't remember how I felt when I watched it as a teenager, and now I'm like, well, I know what's coming, so either I'm excited to see it again and see how I feel, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to see the new boy again, or I'm like... Uh, the thing is, I'm like, I don't want to rush it. Like, that's the thing about the show. Like, for me, uh, being like, yeah, I'm not in a huge rush to watch the next episode right away, isn't a detractor for me. Um, I'm very fine with the show being like, yeah, take your time, it'll be there.
1: Yeah. Well, I I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing either. It's just interesting because usually, when Also, you it's a think very about... dense show.
0: So like, I'm I am I am fully satiated by one episode at a time, nine times
1: out of ten. Yeah. It's just interesting cuz most shows obviously are like are built to do that to like drive you back to the next episode and push you forward and uh, there's something about I think the way they choose to end their episodes that contributes to that we're like you know this doesn't end I don't end think Evan Evangelion- like, a-
0: Cares too much about that. What I'm saying is,
1: is that's interesting because most shows, would not, especially this late in the game, most shows are not taking that approach. They want you to like feel like you're like tunneling toward the end and like shit gets getting more and more intense. And it is, but it's not in the same way that other shows would do it. This episode ends with her being like, "I guess this is what happens when people are possessed by the Ava, and I'm one of them too, Finn." That's like a really, like, introspective, almost like, this is done now kind of line. It's not a tune in next week to see what happens kind of line. It's just interesting from, like, a writing perspective.
0: I think, I mean, the last few episodes of this show are certainly a bizarre and unique space for a TV show to be in. Uh, because, like, the next episode is very different and the last few episodes are also very different from that even. The, the ending of the show is, is a strange thing. That's kind of why I want, like, a mailbag episode to just decompress and talk about the thing as a, in full scope. But, yeah, I mean, it's... Evangelion, in, in these last few episodes, almost treats the next episode or continuation of the story as an inevitability. It's just like, this will continue. It's not, like, hooking you, trying to get in, be like, here's the high-octane stuff in the next one, here's, like, the dramatic conclusion. It's just like, there will be more. And you will watch it if you want to, <laughs> but we there, have more to tell. There will be more. So fucking
1: ominous. I, I also that reminds me. I like earlier that you uh, accidentally coined this show's version of uh, fellow Orange Grover Andrews uh, Wikipedia catchphrase. Where you're just like, "That's unhealthy." Yeah, that's really that's like certainly the, a thing you could say very a lot on the show. On this, yeah.
0: Stay tuned next time for is it healthy? The new game. <laughs> the new game show with with uh, Chris and Joe.
1: Oh fuck, Shinji's like yes, and it's like,
0: "Eh." yeah. And the the thing is, there wouldn't be like a. It it would be like, it'd just be like, one uh, Shinji would say yes. This is healthy. All of us be look around like,
1: I, I mean, I. Is it? Can we say for sure? Instead of the host being like, Ooh, I'm sorry, that's incorrect, they just be like, Oh, you poor boy, come here. Like
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's just like either way there's therapy involved. It's, <laughs> yeah. That's
1: what you win at the end. You know, it's a, instead of a new car, you just get like straight to a the therapist's office. Yeah, Evan,
0: Evangelion kind of rejects black and white answers for a lot of things. There's there's more to that thought, but it comes after episode twenty-six. Anyways, uh we are burning at, at we're we're reaching the bottom of the wick for this uh this episode's time, so I guess I mean I don't know if you have much else specifically have, that you want to fit in, or I, if we. I just can... had
1: like very very quick things of like this is these are the shots and music that I liked like I do every time the music when Shinji first shows up to help Ray I think was an amazing uh, score mm-hmm. I loved the way they presented the um the flashes of the angels that they've defeated like really quickly while Sile is talking about how they've like whittled down their target grocery mm-hmm. shopping list and like, Oh, we got all 16 or whatever. And there's only one left on the Dead Sea Scroll or whatever. like the way they visually show that was, was really cool to me. Yeah. And I also just like, this is so like, I just very like particular. I don't think I gonna be like wowed by this, but the shot with, uh with Masato where it's like the, the pill capsule that we learned that she got information from Kaji from in that episode forever ago where he puts it in her mouth, whatever. So the shot with, like, there's a shot with that pill open on the desk and the gun next to like the computer i just Mm -hmm. something about that felt really evocative to me and then the only other one is um ritzko alone on that escalator that we've seen a bunch of times in the context of this episode like where that place did felt very like big and ominous of like her
0: it's the first time we've seen one
1: person on it i think i think so i think that's why it made like an impression like that
0: yeah fast that's that's an interesting like repeated visual motif is that fucking escalator yeah um, we've been talking about it every time it shows up it's the thing because that we always both
1: doing something cool with it yeah no it's good i agree with you
0: yeah i this i i'm gonna say something that i may retract at a later date if i change my mind but i feel like this episode uh is very similar to end of evangelion and that i think the first half is very well directed and animated action that is emotionally impactful. And then the second half is a bunch of fucked up shit that says a lot (laughs) and means a lot. And it's emotionally impactful. Now I haven't seen an evangelion in a long time. That is how I remember it. But I mean, it's episode end of Evangelion is very clearly cut into two halves. That's not really a spoiler to say, but that is how I remember the two halves and we'll, 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 we'll get there. Uh, I think in April. Sometime. Well in that's April. E-
1: exciting because I enjoyed both halves of this, so I'm down for both of those.
0: Yeah, we can we can speak to the decision of making a movie that is so clearly cut in two halves, but I usually like that stuff when I see it. Anyways, there's a lot of context for end of Evangelion. That's gonna be a long episode where we just talk about context. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the end of the episode. Uh I, I just because we're out of time, I don't have I can't ask you if you have anything else to say. Nope. Uh We'll do it. We'll do a quick version of the plugs. I'll again say to join the Orange Goes Discord. I'll put a link in the uh, show notes just so it's easier, uh, so you can give us those mailbag questions or comments or uh, just any anything for that. Um, and we'll be doing it after episode twenty six, so before end of Eva. Chris, where can people find you on the internet?
1: At Topher Disgrace. Wow. Yeah, I had to go quick. I'm looking out for your work schedule. I appreciate that.
0: Uh you can find me on social media, Ghost of Joe. All my other podcasts are at uh theorangegroves.com. Go check that out. Listen to the Marmoset Chronicles previous guest. Jay started a new show on the network. I will take time to plug that. Uh Marmoset Chronicles is very cool and good. Um it's
1: It's about some good movies that I saw once upon a time.
0: Yeah, definitely real movies uh in the Marmoset Chronicles franchise. And Jay and, and their friend Kirsten are uh doing personal retrospective uh, conversations on a very real definitely happened film franchise um so if you liked their discussion on uh episode whatever it was on this 21 i think on this podcast go listen to the marmosite chronicles the dot review us on itunes if you haven't appreciate it uh and i think that's it
1: i have a website now my pen tweet that's all oh
0: yeah that's that's cool too uh topher disgrace on twitter but yeah we'll see you next time uh and maybe there'll be
1: a new boy who could say there's gonna be a new boy we should bring a new boy like a random new boy onto the podcast (laughs) who's never seen the show before that's a bad idea
0: We know we know it's another freaking piece of media about the marmoset chronicles before you stop us we know that this series of movies has been talked about and deliberated on in analysis on characters plot cinematography everything under the sun and we know what you're thinking why do i want to listen to these two assholes talk about it
1: Well, we're going to try to come at it from a slightly different angle. We're talking about these movies and how they relate to us and the world in which we live in, a post-Marmoset Chronicles world, so to speak.
0: And you can listen to us make our slow, laborious way through this eight-movie epic on your podcast catcher of choice every week until we make it through them all.
1: Which will hopefully not take the 16 years it took the eight movies to come out.
0: (laughs) Or maybe if it does, send help. We might have fallen down a time
1: hole. So join us on the Marviset Chronicles, a personal retrospective.